Hey guys and gals, welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, bringing you all the best strategies, tech, tools, tips, and mindset to help you create a life and career you love. Now I'm streaming this through OBS Studio to Restream.io and I hope this does good. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to actually exit my browser so it doesn't play and use up all of my bandwidth because I need all the bandwidth I can get here to stream this thing. I'm trying this because I, I don't always like how StreamYard does things. There, sometimes the quality isn't so good. And I also want to stream through OBS Studio so I can record locally onto my computer and have a better uh, quality in order to utilize the recording later. Because if I stream through StreamYard, the quality is not always the best. And then I can't use that later to create shorts and things like that. And so I'm just trying this out. We're going to see what happens. Hopefully it does okay today. I do not have a quote of the day, but I will be bringing you lots of uh, what I feel is hard-hitting truths about life and business and essentially how we can work on ourselves, how we can create how we can change our life and live it in such a way that we make a massive, as massive a difference as possible. Now, I'm trying to pull up the chat over here on YouTube so that I can uh, interact with you guys. But I, I want to, I don't know, we'll see. Once this pulls up, what I want to do is pop out the chat and then exit that window so it does not start... Show playing the audio over top of what I'm doing here. That way I can interact with you guys. I can see if y'all comment. I can comment back and all of the things. But what I want to do today is talk with you about a conference that I was at recently. And I shared a little bit about it in my podcast last Wednesday, which Wednesdays are always solo shows. And I've been getting them out a little bit late in the day the last couple of weeks. And I apologize about that. I will be doing better in the future. Because come April, I'm moving my office day, which is when I record my podcast and do all the things. I'm moving that to Tuesday, and I'm still going to keep the Wednesday podcast release date. So if I record my podcast on Tuesday, it'll be ready for you guys bright and early on Wednesday mornings. And I've got a dog who is clawing at the door desperate to get in, so I hope you can't hear that. But this conference is a Christian small business conference. It is the most transformative kingdom conference, business conference in the world. It's called EdgeCon, and they, it happens in March every single year. The last couple of years has been in Nashville. Before that, it was in Sarasota for a couple of years, and next year, possibly Nashville, but the conference center where they've been holding the event each year is going to be undergoing renovation. So they're having to move locations. Next year, he threw out the possibility of like Branson, Missouri, which would be a fun destination, but I'm only two and a half hours from their location in Nashville. So I really kind of like that location, but maybe I'll be traveling to Branson, Missouri next year. 
I want to tell you guys, if you go to edgeconusa.com right now, I think through this weekend, you're probably hearing, you're probably hearing my dog barking and growling right outside the window. She desperately, desperately wants in. I don't know what her problem is. (laughs) Wow. Crazy dog. Anyway. If you go to edgeconusa.com, you can find tickets, the cheapest they will ever be, $325 per ticket for the event. does not include lodging. It does include two meals with the event, two lunch meals with the event. I feel like it is a superb value. The, the at-the-door price of the tickets are $725. They usually sell out before they reach full price. But they will never be as cheap as they are right now. Even in a week or two, when I get an affiliate link and I'm able to share my affiliate link with you, which gives you a $25 discount, the tickets will be higher, even with the $25 discount, than they are right now. I'm not sure what that price will be for you guys at that point, but it it will be higher than it currently is. So let's let's jump right in. I'm five minutes in on this thing. I've told you all about what we're talking about today. I want to jump into a lot of the content. And what I'm going to do is they they give you a book to take notes, which has all the speakers and everything like that. And I'm just going to go through the book. It's not in order of how the speakers were at the conference, but it's in order of how I took notes because of how they laid the speakers out in the book. Some of them I'm going to have tons to share. Some of them not a whole lot to share. But I just want to kind of give you my takeaways from the event, things that I learned. And I want to compile this in order to be able to create a giveaway for you guys or like not a giveaway, but where I can give you something for free that I learned and took away from the event. But that will come in the future because I want to add more than just simply the notes that I took. I want to put some thought into it and add my own reflections to it as well. So you'll be able to download that and understand exactly how truly transformative this event can be but as with everything in life it's only transformative if you put in the work the plan only works if you work the plan until you start working the plan until you start utilizing the advice and putting all of that into action it doesn't do you any good you can read all the books you want i'm on my i'm reading my fourth, I think fourth book of the year, I'm in the slight edge right now, and I've listened to a couple of others, and I, I'm with my Level Up Mastermind group, we're reading a book a month. That doesn't do me any good if I don't put that into action. Like, all of that learning, all of that knowledge, all of everything that I put into here does me absolutely no good unless I turn around and use it out there. I have to use it in order for it to do me any good. And so I want to share kind of what I've learned from this event. And hopefully you guys can take away something that you can learn and implement in your own life, in your own business. That's what every podcast really needs to be. So I'm going to start off with Dave Kaufman, who is the founder of this event. He was also the first speaker each day. The theme of this year's conference was no limits and they truly went all out on this event. Like it was, it was absolutely fantastic. It it was 
I was blown away with the quality of the speakers that they had. And I'm just going to read through a list of the speakers. So it was Dave Kaufman, who is a small business coach and the founder of the event. Alicia West, who is a real estate broker, a really high-end real estate broker in Tampa, Florida, I believe. And then Jim Cathcart, who has been in the personal growth business for, uh, I'm going to say, 50 years. Like He's been speaking and writing for 50-something years. He's written dozens of books. Absolutely incredible. Dale Smith-Thomas. She grew up in Mississippi and has has done incredible things. Like the stories that she would tell is just absolutely amazing. Then, of course, there was Ken Hartley, who has been the MC for this event for the last few years, but is an excellent speaker in his own right. He's also got a bunch of books. Uh, there was Dr. Nate Hearn, who was the coach for the football team that the movie Friday Night Lights was based on. Like... How do you get somebody like that? It's amazing. And then, of course, uh, on Saturday, the second day of the event, there was Dave Kaufman again. Then Marie Cosgrove. Like, if you haven't heard of her, you need to um, get out a little more. Marie Cosgrove has built multi-million dollar companies. She's done incredible things. Then Omar Perryu. This man rode over from uh, from Cuba to Miami when he was like 10 years old. Him and his family, they moved to the U.S., went straight to Chicago in the middle of winter. He went from nothing to multi-multi-millionaire. Gary Arblaster, who's a financial coach, he was incredible. Dr. Lou Sterrett, the, he is a cowboy who uses horses in a lot of his presentations as he shares the gospel. Like he's an incredible man and speaker. It was it was incredible to see, and I believe that was everybody. So I'm going to jump right into um, the notes I've got on the first session, which was Dave Kaufman. He said. What am I doing, or or my thought on what he was sharing is, what am I doing to fully maximize my God-given potential? Everything that God has given me to use in life, what am I doing in order to make the most of that? And am I giving 100% on everything? You know, when I, when I do a live stream for you guys, or record a podcast, or whatever it is that I'm doing, Am I all in? Am I giving it my best? God gave me everything that I need to create a massive impact in the world. It's my job to take those tools and to combine them in such a way that creates the most, um, the, the biggest impact possible. It's my job. It's my duty. I'm, that's what I'm here for. And we serve a limitless God. Like, He absolutely has no limits. Right? And if we are children of a limitless God, why do we think that we have limits? Why do we say, I can't do things? Who am I to say I can't when I am a child of a limitless king? You know, a, a prince would not say, oh, you know, back in the old days when, when kings had ultimate authority, a prince would not be like, oh, I can't do that because, you know, I just can't. He'd be like, sure, I'll go talk to my dad. We can get this done. I mean, I, I'm the prince. You know, my dad's got no limits. He, he is the ultimate ruler here. We serve a limitless God. 
So we should not have limits. But so often we have limiting beliefs. You know, we run into a roadblock when we're trying to do something, and we always hit up into that, I can't. We, we run into something that we think we can't do, and when we, when we do that, we fall back into apathy. We fall back into, oh, it's little old me, poor me, I can't do it, I'm, I'm just done, I'm out, I, I can't do the thing. And we, we have to get past that. We've all got limiting beliefs, and what we need to do is identify them and eliminate them so that we can succeed in the path, in the mission that we've been given in life. And there's three seasons of life. There's the anointing season. The anointing season is when you find out what it is that you need to be doing with your life. When you find your purpose, you know, when you find the thing that you want to do. My anointing season, I'm, I'm, I think I'm in my appoint or my, the second season that he talks about. But the, the anointing season for me was when I, um, set out to build a coaching business. That was the the path that God laid out for me. And I, I don't like to use that lightly. Like, I'm not saying God said, hey, Kenneth, here's a path that you must follow. You must build a coaching business. I'm not saying that at all. But in in searching out for how I loved to impact people, in applying my gifts, my talents, my abilities, and all of those things, this was the path that it led me to. And I'm not saying it's always the right path. I, I don't I don't know exactly how that works, but I feel like I was appointed this path. The coaching, the podcasting, all of that. And that is the anointing season. The disappointing season is the second season in life. And that is where you tr- are trying hard to fulfill on your anointing, but it feels like nothing is working right. You feel like a failure. You feel like... I just cannot do it. I can't push through. Then the third season of life is the appointing season. And that is when the dream, the goal, the the thing that you've been anointed for begins to happen. That's when you begin to see success in that. True growth happens in the season of disappointing. And as children of God, we can't settle for average. We have to continually be growing. We have to learn from disappointment because that's where the life lessons come from that we help other people as they work through their own anointing, disappointing, and appointing season. Okay, it looks like I lost connections somehow, somewhere along the way. I don't know if I did or not. I don't know if I'm on YouTube anymore. Who knows? But I'm having struggles it looks like I am not streaming, so I'm not sure. I'll just keep on recording, and you guys will see, hear the audio later when it comes out. We have to listen to what our disappointment is teaching us. We need to elicit help for the appointing, that being mentors, coaches, people who have gone before us, been there, and done that. And as we follow their path, maybe not step for step, but as we learn how they went about things, as as we learn what it takes to accomplish our anointing, we need to adjust our habits and try new things, things that we didn't think of before, but we observe 
through our coaches and mentors. Looks like I'm back on YouTube again, so I think we're good. There's no limits. There's only opportunities, and the opportunities are limitless. Remember, we serve a limitless God. The theme of this conference, again, being no limits. All right, on to the second uh, speaker, this being Alicia West. Alicia West had a really great message to share. She was She's a fairly new speaker, so her delivery was not the most compelling, but she she did... Uh, her message was really good, and she she was fun to talk to, really engaging, but maybe not so not such a great um, deliverer of the speeches yet. But she, all in all, it was very good. So what I took from her is that we need to practice gratitude. It takes persistence and perseverance and wisdom. Those are the the things that will get us help us to achieve and accomplish the things in life that we want to do. And and on the uh on the thing of gratitude, she said or she brought out a quote by Eckhart Tolle, acknowledge the good that you already have in your life. That is the foundation for all abundance. If we can't acknowledge the good things that we already have, then we're not going to get more of those good things. We're not very likely. We have to be faithful in the small before we'll be given much. The farther you go, the more you'll gain. And speak when only speak only when what you have to say is not better left unsaid. That really struck out to me. You know, when I when I record this podcast, sometimes I feel like I have to have some filler content to fill up the time. But on the same on the other hand, I hate when podcasts I listen to do that. So I've tried to make it my mission to have shorter podcast episodes unless what I really have to share is truly needing to be said. Like, does it actually fit? I don't need to have all kinds of different um, segments and everything like that. I just need to share what needs to be said and leave the rest alone. You have no control over outside events, only over your mind. You only have control over what comes in and what you put out. True friendship doubles the joy and divides the misery. So a true friend, when they're, when they're with you, when they're along for the ride... Everything is twice as fun and only half as miserable because you don't have to you don't have the burden of doing all of that yourself. The moment you accept responsibility for every circumstance in life is the moment you begin to view life differently. No matter what it is that's happened to you. No matter how bad the circumstance is. Even if you had no control over it. When you accept responsibility for it, you begin to view life differently and you begin to see solutions to to help you overcome the situation. Alicia West has gone through a lot of those situations that she had to do some really hard work on overcoming. And so her story is really incredible. You should go look her up and, and hear some of what she has to say. I may only get through half of the half of this today and save the other half for uh, next week because I'm already uh, at what 20 minutes so let's see I, I, 
yeah, I'm only going to get through half of this because I missed a couple of speakers mentioning and we're just going to get through half. So three or four more and then, then I'll save the rest for next week. The next one was Jim Cathcart. Jim, uh, he's considered one of the world's leading professional speakers and business authors. He is in the top 1% of 1% of speakers. He has given over 3,300 speeches in every state and many countries around the world. He's only one of five speakers in the world who hold all of the following honors. He is a president of the National Speakers Association, a recipient of the Cavett Award, a member of the Speaker Hall of Fame, certified speaking professional, and He's a member of the exclusive Speakers Roundtable, which includes the top 20 speakers of the world and many other awards. So, like, this man is incredible what he's done. What he shared with us is that the, the, the first note that I have here is you have to start by working on you. You know, all of the success we want in life, all of the other things that we want to do, the the millions of dollars we want to earn, the impact we want to make, the everything in life that you want to accomplish starts with you. And when you fix the man, the world becomes right. When you work on yourself, everything else becomes much easier. I've also heard it said to work on yourself harder than you do on your goals. And when we do that, the goals come a lot easier because you are somebody who can accomplish those things. He asked the question, what gives life meaning? And I think that's different for every person. But for myself, when, when I asked that question of what gives life meaning, the thing that gives life meaning is impacting other people like am i doing everything that i can being everything that god created me to be fully utilizing my interests my passions my gifts my personality the the things that i know putting those 100% to work to make a difference in the lives of other people that is what gives life meaning that is fulfillment he calls that your gifts, the qualities, the skills, the passions, the personality that we're given. That is your gift. And if we don't express our gift, we deny others the experience that we could be giving them. You know, God wanted people to enjoy good things. God, God gave us gifts, gave us qualities, skills, and passions to reflect him to other people. And if we deny that, if we don't use our gift, we deny other people a glimpse of that view of God. We deny people that. We cannot do that. We need to become the type of person who can attract the results we want. So like the goals that we want to achieve, we need to find people who've been there and done that and, and do those things. We need to become that type of person so that the goal comes to us so that that achievement, that, that, uh, thing that we're chasing becomes easier and, and comes to us. There's two things that he mentioned. We need to be like an arrow, 
laser focused on what you want. You know, an arrow isn't a spray and pray. You know, a, a water hose is like you spray it and it just all over the place. An arrow is laser pointed at the target and it zooms in on what it wants. And we also need to be a magnet to attract what we want, to be the type of person who what we want comes to. You know, if, if, uh, if you want money, you have to treat money well. If you want good relationships, you have to treat other people well. If you want a nice car, you have to treat even the crappy car you have good. Or if you get an expensive car, it's not going to stay nice long because you don't automatically change when your circumstances change. Your circumstances change when you change. That's, that is the only way it happens. In order to do that, we have to make our identity the goal. So I don't want a million dollars. I do want a million dollars. But we have to focus on becoming the type of person who provides a million dollars worth of value to the world so that the million dollars comes to us. Because if we focus on becoming, then we can continue becoming that type of person, being that type of person, long after we've achieved the goal. I hear stories like, Countless stories of people who set goals, massive goals. And, you know, whether that's owning, you know, tons of real estate or becoming a millionaire or billionaire or whatever those goals are, they set finite minded goals. And when they achieve them, they're like, well, is this all? I, I don't know. Like, uh, I thought there would be more. I thought there'd be, you know, lots of music and parades and life would be grand. But, Here's just me and this little goal. Yeah, I've achieved it, but I mean, there's got to be more. It's because they focused on the thing rather than the becoming. See, we're human beings, and we have to focus on the being part of achieving. If you become the right person, then the goals will follow. The success, the, the achievements will follow. We need to work on the messenger and the message will follow. Put the people before the thing. You know, in, in your business, your employees need to come before the product because it's your job. Like, you know, as the CEO or the owner of the business, we think it's our job to make sure that we put the best product out there and in a roundabout way it is. But our job as bosses, as CEOs, as leaders, is to make so that our people have everything they need to succeed. Because our people is what is creating the product and the experience for the, the end client. And as we continue to develop the people, they continue to develop themselves and their work on your product. So our focus needs to be on the people before the product. Because you know, there's a, there's a chain of how things go and you're the top link and you can't skip all the links of your employees and work on, on the last link in the chain. You have to fix, you have to work on each one of these links so that they can work on the next link. So they can work on the next link. That, that's how that thing goes. All communication, whether you are talking on a podcast or whether, no matter what you're doing, speaking at a conference, all communication happens one-to-one. -one. It is a one-on-one -on -one experience for that person. So to, to me sitting there in that room, that was a dialogue between me and Jim Cathcart. Even though he was 
speaking to hundreds of people in the room, I was hearing him from my vantage point. So he was speaking to me. Like we have to develop our message as if we're talking to one person and speak to one person, focusing on them rather than on us. When we focus on ourselves and our message, the message gets lost. But if we focus on the people that we're trying to help, then the message is complete. Like we can deliver that message in a manner that is acceptable. And I, I love, I loved this conference because y'all have heard me talk so many times about the five keys to impact, mindset, purpose, relationships, health, and wealth. And one of the speakers shared a message that God gave him actually last at last year's EdgeCon. And it was those five things. And so that was a huge validation for me that this uber success, uber successful person has the same message that I do. Now he delivers it a lot better than I do, but it's the exact same thing. Like that's what I talk about. And, and here Jim Cathcart said, you have to work on your mindset because that leads to your actions. That leads to your habits and that plays into your reputation and that affects your relationships and your relationships affect your success. So as we, the thing that we need to focus on is our mindset. We get the mindset right, everything else will follow. Everything else will follow. Mindset, our actions, our habits, our reputation, our relationships, and our success. And I wrote down here, my purpose is to make life better for other people. To help other people create a life they love through those five keys. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. The next speaker was Dale Smith Thomas. She is a top-rated international professional speaker and a best-selling author who travels the world sharing a message of hope and empowerment. She is the president of Winners by Choice and... Um, she's been on many television shows, including Dr. Phil, The Big Idea, and she was featured in a documentary on Travel Channel and even appeared on a Fox reality show. So this woman has been around the block. She has seen a lot. Her biggest message, the thing that she wanted to share, is to be in the moment. You know, so often when we are experiencing something, we're thinking about, wow, how long will this last? Or I can't wait till I can come back and do this again. Or we're remembering other things. And we're not in the moment. You know, when you are experiencing something, be there and fully experience it. Don't remember other fun experiences you had. Don't look forward to the next one. Fully immerse yourself in that moment. The point of power is in the present, she says. Like, you, you have power over what you do here and now. Not in the past, not in the future. Here and now. This is where you have the power to change your life, to take action. We need to study, we need to practice, and we need to teach. Those are the three biggest, that, that is the progression of learning, is studying, practicing, teaching. Study, practice, teach. So all the things that I learn, I have to put into practice. But when I teach them here on the podcast, that helps to reinforce it up here. 
It helps me to become even better at putting it into practice. It helps me to develop my message a little more. She also said, mentioned that circumstances cannot take away your calling. You know, earlier I mentioned your gift that Jim Cathcart talked about, which is your, your skills, your passions, and how did he put that? Um, your qualities, skills, passions, and personality. That's your gift. Nobody else can take away that from you unless you give them the power to do that. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, it's only... Only you can let go of that and let somebody take it away from you. They can't take it away from you by force. They can put roadblocks up, but only you can release your calling or your gift. And what we focus on grows. So if you focus on that obstacle, then it becomes a mountain. And that's why uh, the saying came about making a mountain out of a molehill because we, we, come up on something that we should only trip over or stub our toe on. And it becomes this massive thing that enslaves us, that entraps us, that blocks us in from all paths of exit because we don't allow ourselves to separate, to to get a big picture overview of it. We get stuck focused on that thing like, mm, I don't know what the pink color is that I should paint my house, so I'm not even going to build the dang house. <laughs> what you focus on grows. No one can take away your dream unless you give it to them. The what must come before the how, and I am 100% responsible for what I do. I have to know what I'm doing. That's the purpose in life. Before I can focus on the how. The how will come as you as you step out and you take action. Circumstances and choices equal results. Okay, so no matter what your circumstances are, you have a choice for how you navigate the circumstance. You have a choice for what you do with that. You have a choice for, you know, if somebody punches you in the face, are you going to get into an all-out brawl with them? Or are you going to walk away from it? If somebody cuts you off in traffic, what are you going to do? Road rage them? Lay on the horn for 30 seconds while you're driving and get all mad and upset? That person did not make you mad. That's what we say. Oh, that person made me so mad. It's like, no, that person did a thing outside of me. I gave them power over my emotions. So as somebody else would say, you're allowing them to live rent-free in your head. Don't be that person. You have the power over your choices and actions. Choose the right choice. Choose the one that will lead... like. I was thinking the other day, I'm reading The Slight Edge, and he talks about the small choices that we make. And I was I was wondering, if choices are so small but yet important, how can we truly make so that we feel the gravity of the little choices that we make? Like eating ice cream or not eating ice cream. You know, it's a little choice. It's easy to eat the ice cream. It's easy to not eat the ice cream. But if we would 10x or 100x the result of that simple little choice. If we would say, okay, I have this little thing of ice cream. What if I would eat it a hundred times right now? Like what would the result be? You know, initially when I eat ice cream, I get a little bellyache. What if my bellyache was a hundred times worse and I immediately gained 15 pounds? You know, because that's what's going to happen over time, compounded. What if I choose not to eat the ice cream? 
What if I choose every single day to not eat the ice cream and instead exercise a little bit? Dang, can you imagine the six-pack I would have? Like, come on. Your circumstances and your choices create your results. Uh, Let's see. And the last thing I want to share on Dale Smith. She, She talked about being overwhelmed. But she said... You're not overwhelmed. You're simply in demand. So change, change your outlook on life. Not overwhelmed. You're in demand. Not overwhelmed. In demand. Okay? So it's just changing, shifting your perspective and how you view things. Shifting the outlook on life just a little bit. Like, I'm not overwhelmed with everything that I have to do. I am in high demand by everything in the universe. Like, everybody wants a piece of me. And that's a great feeling because that means you have something to offer. So not overwhelmed, you're in demand. And when you are presenting an opportunity to somebody, when you're selling to somebody, when when you want somebody to say yes and you get a no, she said that just means next opportunity. Like don't take it as a no or rejection of you. Just think, that just means I have another opportunity. Like, move on to the next opportunity. All right, the next, ouch, stabbed myself with a staple. Now I'm bleeding. Sorry about that. <laughs> the next speaker, and I've got a lot of notes on this one. I'll probably end on this. I'm already at 40 minutes. Oof. Maybe I'll end here and try to get through all of these next week. Um, if I don't get through all of them next week, then I'll go into a third week. You hear my dog again at the door. Um, I'm going to end right here. We're at about 40 minutes. Again, go to EdgeCon USA. No, I'm sorry. EdgeConUSA.com. Buy your ticket. And I hope to see you there next year, wherever it is, whether it's Nashville or Branson, Missouri. I hope you'll join me there. It truly is a transformative event. And all all of these speakers know massive successes multi-millionaires, many of them, maybe even billionaires, I don't know. They all have a faith-based approach to life. And that, for me, was super powerful. You know, you don't have to sell yourself. You don't have to sell your soul to be a massive financial success, to create massive change in the world. Do good work.